0: Welcome to the Novant Health Inside Remarkable podcast, an inspiring glimpse at how 30,000 team members are building, creating, and delivering Remarkable every day. I'm Paris Lopez. Today we're hearing from Michael Vaccaro, Senior Vice President of Nursing at Novant Health. As a seasoned nurse, he'll be sharing his story not only as a nursing leader, but as a family member of a Novant Health patient, his dad.
1: My dad was Salvatore Vaccaro Um, I'm actually Michael Salvatore Vaccaro so my middle name is um, is uh, I'm named after my father Um, my son's uh, middle name is my is uh, my first name so uh, Nolan Michael Vaccaro so that's kind of a tradition in our family you know my father passed away um, in uh, late 2016 and um, I will say we spent um, a lot of time though prior to his death um, here at Novant Health and i um, extremely grateful for a lot of the um, folks that took care of him.
0: Salvatore lived with diabetes and as a result after many years he developed renal disease. After a kidney transplant he developed bone density issues that led to back issues.
1: One thing led to another in terms of complications um, But over that span, um, he spent probably two years of, the last two years of his life, um, over that two year period, spent at least half of that at a hospital or, or in a skilled nursing facility.
0: Those two years were challenging for Michael and his family. It was the first time he spent an extensive amount of time in the hospital with a family member. And his dad, a man who ran his own business and was extremely independent, now found himself in a vulnerable position fighting for his life
1: I mean he was a very independent person I think that was a hard part for us as a as a family to watch um, his journey in some ways is because even though he had diabetes even though he had a re, you know renal disease and a kidney transplant and all those things it never really kept my dad from doing the things he did. He, he worked, he, he didn't miss a day of work um, uh, other than his surgery, um, you know, he, again he'd go, to de- he'd go to work and then he'd go do dialysis at night. My mom ended up doing home hemodialysis with him at some point.
0: The service standards, know me, respect me, care about me, and delight me, are central to our commitment to deliver a remarkable patient experience at Nomad Health. Salvatore, Michael, and the rest of his family said they experienced these firsthand.
1: The service standards were extremely important. You know, when you spend that much time, I mean months, so my father visited, you know, he was in our ORs at Presbyterian Medical Center, he was in ICU, he was in intermediate care, he was on med surge. he visited procedural areas, and so, um you're you're we were there for a long time I mean weeks at a time um, you know first visit several months um, before um, we left and so when you're in the hospital for that long and you're requiring that much care those service standards are key because you're vulnerable you're in an extremely vulnerable state um, you know we weren't sure what his journey was going to look like, um, you know, day to day and week to week. And so, you know, we worked with a tremendous care team, but when you're in that state, because you don't know, it does create this sense of vulnerability. And so you want to feel like people are, you know, there for you in your corner, helping fight the, the fight that you need to fight to get better. And so, you know, things like Know Me, Um, Things like respect me, things, you know, like care about me and, uh, you know, delight me are important because you're relying on these people to keep you alive. You're relying on these people to get you well. And so um, how do you do that if you don't know who you're caring for? How do you how do you do that um, without demonstrating compassion um, and developing a relationship with, a, with um, your patients. So the service standards were really, really important.
0: One example in particular comes to mind for Michael. An environmental services team member would visit Salvatore's room each day to clean his room. By practicing Nomi, she made an impact far beyond her job role.
1: She had a job to do every day. She was there to do a task, but she went uh, beyond just doing the tasks that she had in terms of cleaning that room. She would ask my dad how he was doing, um, you know, and and she would uh, over time because he was there for weeks at a time, developed rapport and developed a conversation with him every day that she was cleaning his room. And they got to know that they each taught Sunday school, you know, and so um, and then that blossomed into the talking about Sunday school, talking about the songs that they, they sang in Sunday school. And so over time, her and my dad would sing Sunday school songs, and so that started very simply of just trying to get to know who um, my dad was. And here's a person who, you know, is not necessarily part of his immediate clinical team but took the opportunity to get to know our patients. And so I always tell people, it doesn't matter what your role is. If you come in contact with patients, you have the ability to make a difference for them. And so this team member absolutely did. And I saw it in my dad every day, um, you know, that that she was there um, and just his spirit. And so something as small as that in terms of getting to know our patients, I could definitely tell in his attitude and his demeanor, you know, what. You know, what had transpired during the day, and I could tell on the days that she visited because he just had, um, you know, a much more upbeat spirit.
0: When it comes to delivering a remarkable patient experience, Michael emphasizes that it does not always have to be a big gesture to make an impact in a patient's day. It was the little things, like getting to know him and anticipating his needs, that often made the biggest impact for his dad. Michael also saw the impact the Respect Me service standard had on his father's experience as a patient.
1: The respect that, um, you know, he was treated with, you know, he was in critical care at times and, you know, he had to wear briefs, um, so, you know, he was incontinent because of different things. Um, and so, you know, here's a man, you know, up until my dad started his healthcare journey, you know, he was, he, he was getting ready to retire, but he had, he had been a general manager for a manufacturing plant. And he'd even, you know, even through the times that he received dialysis, he still worked. So he was a very independent person. I mean, and so when you're thrust into this environment of healthcare and you don't have the ability to control things, um, it really, it, it can be unnerving. And so, you know, and. Even beyond that, think about, okay, not only do I not necessarily have all of the decision-making abilities that I'd like to have um, in my life, but now I'm wearing a brief, and now I'm incontinent, and and so I will say, you know, the team did an, an extraordinary job of, you know, Providing him the dignity that he needed and being very sensitive to um, respecting him and and um, You know maintaining privacy and maintaining his dignity because that's a hard thing that you know We just come to think of that's just that's just what we have to do. You know our patients um, Maybe in a critical care environment, you know are incontinent of stool or are incontinent of urine, but um, We got to remember to respect them. We've got to remember to maintain their dignity through those things because while they're in a vulnerable state from their health perspective, there's, most of them are independent people that, for whatever reason, found themselves in a position of, of needing our care.
0: Through these examples and many more, Michael, his father, and his family all felt a sense of comfort when our team members practiced the service standards.
1: The service standards coming to life made a world of difference because it created comfort in knowing that I have people that are around me that truly care about me and have my best interest in mind. And so when you're thinking about life and death or you're thinking about decisions that will impact your future, you want to feel like people are all in and care about you. And so I think Um, That built confidence in in my dad and my mom, Um, and then, you know, things like respect me, getting to know me, um, those just furthered the confidence in the care team and knowing that um, it wasn't our journey um, just as a family, it was the team's journey.
0: When Michael reflects on his father's healthcare journey at Novant Health, all these experiences are meaningful. He expresses his gratitude for the teams who came together to care for his dad and who made his family feel like they weren't alone. He remembers how much the care team meant to his dad. In one memory in particular, Salvatore asked for Michael to help him delight the team members who were caring for him. My,
1: there There's so many people that took such great care of my dad, and, and um, you know, I, we, we never could thank people um, enough, and, and there's not enough gratitude out there to, really, to truly demonstrate all that everybody did for my dad. I, I, again, there's a number of people Presbyterian that, that impacted him, but there was a day I was in my office, um, and again, I was still working, it was months that my dad was, you know, obviously in another hospital I was still working and doing what I needed to, but, um, I got a call from my dad, and he said, I need you to order pizza for the floor. What now? What? I've told him I'm getting a pizza, so you got to figure out how to get pizza delivered to the floor. And so, you know, he wanted to show his gratitude um, and appreciation for the team. And so, you know, we tried to do different things at different times for the teams that took care of my dad. But there, you know, it was one day he really wanted to go out of his way to delight the team and order pizza, but um, he... he uh, He called me up and said, make it happen, figure out how you need to do that, so uh, I certainly won't forget that.
0: Through his rounding, Michael encourages team members to ask patients what they would be doing if they weren't in the hospital today. When we asked what his father's answer would have been, Michael shared with us a unique hobby his father enjoyed.
1: One of the things that um, he'd be doing is, you know, my dad always had a hobby. Um, he made stained glass at one time and he kind of deviated deviated away from that. But he was he made he was a wood turner. Um, and so actually, if you ever come to my office, um, I don't carry them as much anymore. Um, they're much more sentimental to me now. Um, and so I don't I don't use them as much. But I have a case on my desk of pens, and they're pens that my dad made. Um, so he, he absolutely, if he wasn't in that hospital, he would be out in his workshop um, turning pens or making bowls or, you know, he turned wood. And um, that was something that um, had become a hobby of his. And uh, he truly, uh, truly loved it. And even while he was in the hospital, um, you know, he, He'd find time to get on the computer and watch YouTube videos of new techniques of doing different things and so um, he still definitely had that desire to get back to, to turning wood someday.
0: Michael always had a calling to help people and that led him to pursue a career in nursing. But through his experience with his dad, he is more connected to his purpose in healthcare than ever before.
1: Yeah, I think if anything it deepened my connection to things like the service standards, deepened my connection to um, things like care imperatives and things that we were working on from a nursing services perspective. I mean, I think it reinforced to me those are the right things to be doing. just on how I applied them to what my family's experience is or what would make my family's experience even even better. And so I think it just deepened um, the commitment that I had for some of the work that we were doing um, around patient experience.
0: While Michael appreciates those who are there for his family, he recognizes that many of you are creating Remarkable for families like his every day.
1: So I just would say thank you, one, for choosing the the career path that you did to be in healthcare, to make a difference for people. Um, so thank you for that, but thank you for choosing Novant and choosing to make a difference for our patients who come into our doors every day. and and. I would challenge you to just remember every day that those patients that you're caring for, they are the brothers and the mothers and the fathers and the sisters and the aunts and the uncles of people in our community.
0: It's been three years since Michael's father passed away, but he's always on his mind and in his heart. Um.
1: We're getting ready to take a beach trip before too long, Um, and it actually falls on my dad's birthday, so we've got some activities planned that we're gonna do while we're at the beach. Cause again, that that was something that, you know, probably for the last 20 years, Um, We would take a beach trip every year as a family my brother and his children and me and my children and um, you know uh, my mom so uh, So yeah, so there's there's definitely some personal things and then um, like I said We did something with the foundation afterwards for some people that were there. Um, My dad actually um, passed away at Presbyterian and so there were some people that were with him in the end that um, we did some stuff with but um, again uh, we we certainly work to keep his memory alive and like I said if you're ever near my office and you come see me I'm more than happy to to show you my pen box.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Novant Health Inside Remarkable. For more remarkable stories visit iConnect today.